Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group, and I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. In this week's episode, we will discuss education reform on mission. Hello, everyone. This is Danielle Washington coming to you live from Ms. Buffy Williams' office. <laughs> Just sitting around thinking about life and trying to become better people tonight, so check us out. Welcome back. You're on the air with Buffy Williams, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. We have been discussing the show's purpose on mission. Good evening, everyone. This is your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. Tonight's topic is the Federal TRIO Programs. But as usual, I'd like to recap a little bit from last week's show. On last week, we discussed school safety and the role that the Federal Commission on School Safety played in regulations for school systems. But tonight, we want to talk about a program that is near and dear to my heart. And I know that uh, many of my listeners may have similar views about federal TRIO programs, um, and some may differ from my views, but let us hear your thoughts and call us at 917-948-7542, or you can post your comments on Twitter at Buffy underscore Williams or on Spreaker. Remember that my fellow uh, New Heights Educational Group host, Erica Hansen, show airs on Thursdays at 2 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, when If you've listened to my intro show, one of the things that I talked about on that particular show was the fact that I worked in the field of um, education in the tr- federal TRIO program. I initially started Uh, working with the program with the Upward Bound program during an internship. And then I was employed by Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College in Tifton, Georgia, to also work with an Upward Bound program. And when I I returned to the Troy, Alabama area, I started working with a student support services program, which is also TRIO. And so one of the things I wanted to spotlight uh, about TRIO was uh, the nature of its history and the history um, of TRIO first began with Upward Bound and it was a part of the Economic Opportunity Act of 1964 and, and it was in response to the war on poverty um, by President Lyndon Johnson and in 1965 
um, they established the Talent Search Program, which was the second outreach program that worked with low-income and first-generation college students. So originally, of course, uh, there was Upward Bound, and then there was the Talent Search Program. And it was created as a part of the Higher Education Act. And then in 1968, Student Support Services uh, was established. And the original name for Student Support Services was the Students, the Special Services for Disadvantaged Students. Um, but they later changed the name to Student Support Services. So around 1960, the term TRIO was coined to describe these particular federal programs. And again, that's Upward Bound, Talent Search, and Student Support Services. The fourth program to be established under the TRIO group was the Educational Opportunities Center uh, and training programs were the next thing to be implemented. And I'll talk a little bit about uh, each one of these programs in a little bit of length so that you can get a greater understanding of which program um, targets which population uh, of participants. And then after the training programs were initiated, the Ronald E. Postbachelorette Achievement Program was established. And then later on, the Upper Bound Math and Science Program, which addressed programs that were administered under the same regulations as the regular Upward Bound program. And then later on, they amended uh, the Student Support Services Program to also include uh, a direct assistance in financial, uh, a type of financial aid, which is called grant aid for the Student Support Services participants that were currently receiving federal Pell Grant at that particular time. And so the legislative requirements for federal TRIO programs can be found at the Higher Education, um, in the Higher Education Act of 1965, if you're looking for that information. But again, just to spotlight those eight programs, their Educational Opportunity Center, Ronald E. McNair Postbachelorate Achievement Program, Student Support Services, Talent Search, training programs for federal TRIO staff, Upward Bound, Upward Bound Math and Science, and Veterans Upward Bound. And one of the things, reasons why I wanted to spotlight these programs, I think that sometimes we may overlook the fact that there are large populations of disadvantaged students, um, indeed, in our educational system still today, uh, even though these programs were spotlighted in the Higher Education Act of 1965 and then started in 1964, we still have a large population of students that um, could benefit from these programs and do benefit from these programs every day. And the vast majority of the persons who actually work with the students who are in these federal programs are also first-generation low-income or have a disability. And so they can directly relate to the students and the things that they've been experiencing, maybe coming into um, coming into the education field of higher education, or also just getting their um, secondary or post-secondary degree. And some of the challenges that um, 
are related with that, whether it be um, for their families, from an academic standpoint, or just understanding what their role is um, in the higher education or secondary education system and post-secondary education system. So the Federal TRIO program is an outreach for student services that are designed to identify and provide individuals with uh, disadvantaged backgrounds with a large number of resources that include um, particular mandates under each legislation, depending on which program they're targeting. And so again, we're talking about low-income individuals, first-generation college students, and individuals with disabilities, just to help them through that academic pipeline from middle school to post-bachelorate programs. TRIO, um, it also includes those training programs, like I said, and each year uh, the professionals will receive additional supportive uh, things to actually help them retain the students, um, professional development activities um, in their regional and state areas, and even on the national level. And it was a great experience for me. And so I'm hoping to be able to share more about the program with my listeners so that if you're not actively involved with a TRIO program, or if you'd like to volunteer with a TRIO program, or if you fit the criteria and you feel like you may need some additional supportive services, then these would be the programs that you could reach out to. Or you could actually look into schools that actually have these program service areas targeted and hopefully um, talk with the staff at that particular program and maybe be able to be eligible to receive services. And so the first program that we talked about, Educational Opportunities Program, it provides counseling and information on college admissions to qualify adults who, um, who want to enter and continue in their program of post-secondary education. And so with that, they also provide financial and economic literacy to their participants, personal counseling, financial aid options, and the basic planning skills that they'll need in order to fill out the actual application. But the goal of the Economic Opportunity Center is to increase the number of adults who, are, who enroll in post-secondary education. So if you're an adult out there and you have not uh, received your bachelor degree, and you're interested in an educational opportunity center to kind of help you with um, everything that you need in order to qualify to enter into a post-secondary education program, then you would be looking for an educational opportunity program center. And, you know, academic advice and personal counseling, as well as career counseling workshops, is a big draw um, because it gives you a segue into what you should be planning for, any personal needs that you may have, any academic advice regarding your instructors um, will be very helpful if you can gain that insight um, up front. They also help with college admissions, testing, and financial aid, and coordinating with um, 
the nearby post-secondary institutions and just providing, you know, educational and counseling services to also improve their financial and economic literacy in these areas. And they also work with, in addition to um, adults who have not entered into the post-secondary education, these adults can also um, be adults who have a disability or they could be students uh, of homeless children and youth uh, who've been in the foster care system or are getting ready to age out of the, of the foster care system. And so, again, that's the Educational Opportunity Center. So then the next program is the Ronald E. McNair Post-Bachelorate uh, Achievement Program. And it's, we generally in the field call it McNair for short because the title is so long. But this particular, and all of these programs are grant competition programs. And so they are awarded by the Department of Education. And of course, the Department of Education is my source again um, for this information that you're receiving tonight. But the McNair program prepares students for the doctoral studies um, through involvement with research and other scholarly activities. So the, the participants from disadvantaged backgrounds who have demonstrated a strong academic potential, they closely uh, work with the staff in order to complete their undergraduate requirements and then encourage them to enroll into graduate programs and then track their progress through that advanced degree. And then also uh, increase, try to increase the attainment of their PhDs. Um, and this is typically, again, the underrepresented segments of society. So the McNair program is specifically designed for you to enroll during your undergraduate years and have that program help you strengthen your, your research and scholarly activities so that when you go into your master's program or your graduate program, that you are equipped with the necessary tools in order to be successful once you get ready to attain your PhD. And they also host seminars and educational um, activities, as well as, you know, they offer summer internships and opportunities for uh, research, for them to present their research and scholarly work um, at different conferences and also assist with financial economic literacy as well um, for their disadvantaged students. And Typically, um, the McNair programs also uh, are very popular, and I would say increasing in popularity in these days with so many um, students considering getting their doctoral degrees. And so with that said, we're going to take a short break. And uh, again, we are talking about the federal TRIO programs, and we're going to spotlight each one so that you can gain more insight on what the federal trio programs are about and what services they offer. But we're going to take a short break and we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. 
the New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited... Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Online school. That's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back. This is your host, Buffy Williams, and we're talking about federal TRIO programs today. We just spotlighted information on the programs called Educational Opportunity Center and the Ronald E. McNair program. And now the third program is the Student Support Services Program in which, of course, I work with at Troy University here in Troy, Alabama. And this particular program works with students on their basic college requirements and motivates students towards success and completion of their post-secondary education. And some of the Things that are offered through that program are academic tutoring, um, uh, assistance with uh, reading, writing, uh, mathematics, and other science subjects, and of course, uh, assistance with post-secondary course selection. But in addition to that, the Student Support Services Program could be at a community college, and in that case, they would also assist them with those requirements and then help them with the transfer process and track them to see if they're going to actually matriculate and progress through um, progress through uh, their undergraduate years and then ultimately graduate. And education uh, or counseling services are also do, uh, provided during the Student Support Services Program to assist students with financial and economic literacy. And all of these supportive services, I can tell you, um, are very instrumental in the lives of students who have not um, had a parent to actually graduate from college. And so we're talking about uh, first-generation college students. We're talking about students whose parents do not have a four-year college degree And so that would um, qualify them under that particular eligibility. So most programs also provide, you know, personal and career and academic uh, information and activities that are designed to uh, acquaint the the students with um, information on graduate schools. And sometimes they even offer temporary housing during breaks Um, for students who are homeless uh, or in foster care or graduating out of the foster care system. And, you know, assisting with scholarships and public and private scholarships can be a daunting task. 
So the student support services staff also assist um, with that process and helping them uh, gain the information that they need for a full range of student financial aid programs and benefits. And these resources are invaluable to the students during this time, and they can be very instrumental in students' lives. And so the fourth program is the Talent Search Program, which works with um, students who are in junior high through high school. And the Talent Search Program also um, works with students in providing academic and career and financial counseling and encourages those students to graduate from high school and continue on and get their bachelor's degree. And one of the goals, well, the actual goal of Talent Search is to increase the number of youth from disadvantaged backgrounds who complete their high school um, degree, I mean, get their high school diploma and enroll in post-secondary education. So they provide tutorial services, um, career exploration, counseling, mentoring programs, workshops uh, and on financial and economic literacy. And they also uh, give students an opportunity to um, attend special uh, programs for the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders that specifically target their needs and also gives them exposure to college campuses. And the fifth program is the um, training programs that we spoke about in the beginning of the show for the staff of the Federal TRIO programs. And this is just professional development that is designed to improve um, the operations of the TRIO programs. And they're provided electronically through live conferences or webinars, uh, internships and seminars and also through publication manuals um, that improves the operation of the TRIO projects. And this um, is also, but not limited to legislative and regulatory requirements, which is a, is a very big part of, because it's funded by the Department of Education, of course, you know, all of these programs are required to um, produce some accountability for the students actually being enrolled in the program. Um, how is the retention? How are they persisting through um, each each level that they're going through, whether they're in high school or whether they're in college? Are they progressing at a rate that they should be? And then monitoring their academics and seeing if there's any academic improvement. And so you know, each program is accountable for, you know, the federal dollars that go into each student and how they're assisting them in matriculating through um, college or actually um, progressing from one grade level to the next if they're in junior high or high school. And so the other program is uh, the Upper Bound program is the next program. And I also work with the Upper Bound program as I spoke about earlier, and they help students um, with their pre-college performance. And also, um, this population is, again, low-income, first-generation, and neither of their uh, parents can hold a bachelor's degree. And the goal of Upper Bound is to increase the rate of the participants 
actually completing their secondary education, meaning graduating from high school, and then also enrolling into a, a post-secondary institution. And so they offer academic instruction um, during the academic year. And also most people are familiar with their summer program where students actually get an opportunity to come to a college campus and take uh, particular courses that will help them in the next academic year in school. And so the Upward Bound program provides classes uh, on mathematics, um, laboratory sciences, composition and literature, um, foreign languages. They offer tutoring services and counseling services, mentoring services, and then cultural enrichment, which is very important. And they also offer work-study programs during the summer, uh, as well as educational and counseling um, services on economic and financial literacy. And most of the Upward Bound programs do have um, an residential program that students can qualify for to be on the college campus during the summer. And they take courses that will help them, as I said, during the next academic year, but they also take electives um, during that summer program. And so it kind of uh, equips them with what it's like to be on a college campus, getting familiar with the area, um, getting familiar with the professors and the seating. You know, you'd be surprised at what um, things may deter a student. And so just by virtue of them having that exposure um, gives them an opportunity to feel um, less threatened in that environment and more comfortable in their next their the rest of their trajectory in life. And so you want to be able to do that. And so the other program that they have is Upward Bound Math and Science, which also has the same regulatory um, initiatives as the Upward Bound program. But the Upward Bound Math and Science program helps students recognize their potential in, of course, math and science. And they encourage students to pursue their post-secondary degrees in a math and science area or a math and science profession. And they offer summer programs with intensive math and science training, as well as exposure to university faculty uh, who do research in math and science and also sometimes serve as mentors. And they also provide financial economic literacy for this particular population. And so, um, in addition to that, the mentoring programs and the tutoring services and the academic and financial and personal counseling, just like the Upward Bound program, um, they assist with students applying for federal financial aid if they need any assistance in the college uh, entrance uh, application or financial aid applications. They assist them with those things as well and exposure to academic programs and cultural events. And then the final program is the Veterans Upward Bound program, which is designed to motivate veterans and, and develop their academics and requisite skills necessary for them to complete their program of post-secondary education by providing counseling, mentoring, tutoring, just like the other programs, but their primary goal 
for this program is to increase the rate at which those participants enroll in college and complete their post-secondary education. And so this is the Veterans at Rebound program. And they assist, um, they provide instruction for the veterans in math um, for through pre-calculus, and they also provide um, laboratory sciences services, foreign language services, and composition and literature services. And if need be, they also offer remedial and refresher courses on a short-term basis for the veterans as well. And so in addition to the tutorial services and mentoring programs that they offer for the veterans of Rebound, they also get assistance in alternative education programs and secondary um, school dropout programs if they have not been able to obtain their GED. And so they assist them with that as well. And so we talked about all, with all of these programs, you have to be um, eligible. And so we talked about the eligibility of being first generation, which means neither your father or mother can have a four-year college degree. The other qualification is that they may have a disability. And so, of course, um, they would need documentation from an authorized disability services agency. And then the third could be um, they are eligible for low-income status. And that is determined by the uh, current low-income levels um, by the federal government. And low-income individuals means that they have a table based on the number of people who live in your household. And that is determined by the taxable income of the preceding year. And it cannot exceed 150% of the poverty level amount. And all of that information is located on the Department of Education's website. I hope that you've gleaned some additional information on federal TRIO programs, and I hope that you understand why it's necessary that we have all of these programs. And if a student can initially get into a talent search program or urban or urban math and science program and then matriculate on to, not matriculate, but move on to um, a student support services program, um, or a McNair program to help them complete their undergraduate degree, go on and get their master's, and if their dream is to receive a PhD, you can see how the federal TRIO programs can give them a step ladder to achieving all of those goals, in addition to um, taking into account all the um, social um, pressures and economic pressures that they are going through and just providing supportive services for them. Uh, I have seen firsthand how impactful federal TRIO programs can be in the lives of students and changing the trajectory of a family and a generation. So I want to encourage you to support federal TRIO programs. And yes, again, I am biased. But if you would like to give me a call and tell me your thoughts or also leave me a message on Spreaker or Twitter, I would like for you to do so. And next week we will be talking about, we will be reading the Easy Tunes uh, comic book and it's TGIF, Taylor Goes in Fear. 
And so I look forward to hearing from you, my listeners, on next week. And tonight we're talking about federal trio programs, and I hope that you enjoy the show. We hope that you join us next week. That's our time, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm your host, Buffy Williams. If you like what you've heard, search for us on your smart speaker and listen to us anytime. Thank you for listening. Good night. Until we meet again next Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we discuss next week's topic. Enjoy expanded content from the New Heights Education Group hosts on Blog Talk, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Watch No Learning. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.